When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How many was this our podcast? What number? Uh, this is 115. No, yeah. more than that. Well, that's not including the bonus episodes, but this is, as our normal, the 115th episode. Why are you speaking so quickly? Have you been doing some... <laughs> is that why you just went to the loo? Doing some... <laughs> Speed. <laughs> no, I just talk. I talk quickly a lot of the time. Do you? Yeah, talk right. very quickly a lot of the time. Hey, listen, great podcast. Vicky Patterson uh, is on today. A really, really, really good friend of mine. Actually, fantastic. Really, actually, much better friend of mine. No, so. she doesn't. She, she. I said, hey, Vicky, you want to come do the podcast? She's like, with you, Jamie, anything. I said, oh, my buddy and I, we co-host it. She says, who's your buddy? I went, uh, Francis Bull. She went, who? I went, Francis Bull, and she went, well, that's, who's that? Well, y- you know what she said to me? She said, I was really disappointed that Jamie didn't send even send a message to say, uh, uh, sorry to hear about you and your um, fiancé. Whereas I obviously had a lot of uh, phone calls with her at the time just to... <laughs> Make sure she was doing all right. You phoned her a lot and she's like, who is this stranger that's phoning me every single time? Yeah. Anyway. Hey, listen. Right. Hey, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in again. Remember this is subs- a great episode for many reasons, but most of all, because we find out the um, uh, GDP per capita <laughs> of Newcastle. Which you're probably going to be super excited for. Hey, listen, remember to subscribe, comment, review, uh, follow us on Instagram. And at actually, there's Park. a bit of a secret that she reveals. Isn't there is there? a secret. Yeah, from... Uh, the old celebrity jungle. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Private Podcast. Uh, uh, also, at Francis Bull. <laughs> also, <laughs> at Francis Dot Bull. Uh, also, send us send us a mail. Why not? Please send us a mail. Um, uh, somebody, you just want a glory hole, don't you? Seventy nine glory hole. The postman. <laughs> seventy nine to eighty one Borough Road, SE one one DN. Is it? That's right, isn't it? I'll say that again. SE11DN. Also, uh, please email us, um, uh, contact at privatepartspodcast.com. Uh, you can send us anything you want to, any reviews, anything at all, whether you want to hear us. <clears throat> and on that note, Mr. Bull. Vicky Patterson. That's the thing about you, Vicky, is that you're such a host, you're already hosting. <laughs> you already are. You're already How's this? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do yeah, you I, think you're being ignored? <laughs> <laughs> He already did. I'm here. I'm here. Guys, can you hear me? Hello. <laughs> you look like, what are you, why are you sitting like so weird? They don't need to, like, what are you, do, how many, how many pod, oh my God. How, how many go. podcast episodes have we done? 130 and you're, and you're, and you're freaking out. Okay. Have you done 130? You know yeah, I reckon 100, maybe more, maybe 100, and maybe including bonus episodes, 130 maybe. So hang on, hang on a fucking second. It's yeah, taking yeah. you this long okay. to ask me. There no, we go. No, no. It's, are you are you re- are you ready for this? Yeah, one? but just, it, I just have to lean forward, I guess. And I, use your spine, all right? With yeah, me. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it hasn't taken me a hundred. I've asked you so many times. That's a lie. That I, is I would not. Say yes. That is not a lie. You were you were on one of the first podcasts, but on a in a call, I phoned you up once because yes. ages ago, and that was on the podcast. I knew you were up to something, yeah. but I was like stressed and running around shopping for Dubai, uh, and I couldn't find a dress for the races, so you didn't get me. Dubai what? 
a dress for the races for oh. Dubai. Oh, did, I can see what you did there. What? <laughs> what did he say? Well, I said I was shopping for Dubai, and he's like, Dubai what? <laughs> <laughs> slow, slow over here. <laughs> um, oh, what did, it, did, did you go see Sheikh Mohammed's horses? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know whose horses they were specifically. I didn't yeah. see a lot of them. I'm well, whose so who's manhood was someone shaking? World, did you go to the what's it called the <laughs> what, the World Cup? Yes, yeah. I did those ones. I went. I went to that. Oh, God, it was an awful one. There, uh, uh, two horses broke their le- legs. <gasps> oh, did they? Yeah, it was yeah, horrible. But Francis quite, quite. But then likes I rode it. his. Well, I rode one of his horses. His, Francis his quite. You know what? You, Francis quite likes that. Francis, when he watches like Formula One, he's like, oh, I just hope there's a crash. And when horses are jumping, oh well, he's no, like, Formula oh. One, I do. F- <laughs> Find it's, it is exciting when there's a crash in Formula One, definitely. But um, but I mean, it, obviously, it's like not. It's way more uh, exciting when there's a big pile up than if they just go around with no collisions, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's a very morbid yeah. attitude. No, but obviously they're, like, they're quite safe, right? They're, they're, they're safe. Um, but uh, do you know? Also, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I, I'm I'm feeling a little bit sick today. Oh. Yeah, what? just so you know that. I'm not feeling about, on top of the world, like. Yeah. I'm feeling, I was feeling a bit unwell the past few weeks, but I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> oh, good. Well, glad for so, you. You to smuggins. Glad for you that you're feeling way better. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I don't, You've I, been the incubus that gave yeah. it to us. I've been, I've been to the, the bathroom eight times today. Oh, hang on a second. That was a, that was a bold move. <laughs> it, none of it was bold or anything. It was literally, it was not. And I was like, oh. What, you, what, you, to actually have a bath or just... <clears throat> I didn't. What do you mean have a bath? Eight baths. No, I ha- I went. To, <laughs> I went you had to, eight baths today. No, I went to to the to the toilet. He's oh. talking about Tuesdays, Francis. Oh, yeah. You did a, you did several paninis. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> do we call them that? Do we? That's a panini. What? It's definitely not a panini. It's more panini like, is a number two. Oh, that's like a nice term for it's it. It's more like it's more like a side portion of mushy peas, if anything. Oh, oh God! <clears throat> no, I just have a chesty cough, guys. I'm not yeah, really I, on I the had, panini I had hype. a chesty cough, but I'm getting over it. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to <laughs> Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our lives. Uh, I'm very excited today. One of my just the greatest people that I know, <laughs> Vicky Patterson, has joined us. Hi, Vicky. Hi, Jamie. Oh. Welcome. You, hey, 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 dude, you're just the greatest. <laughs> no. You are. No, you are the greatest. This is how we like start off the podcast. Do you do we, this with everyone? We start off being really polite and then we really start to go really dark just after that. Just into the depths. Yeah, we just, we just kind of like, that's what we kind of do, I think, in this, in this kind of world. I am up for it. Let's do it. But I do. I feel a little bit, little bit under the weather and I don't know why. I, I feel it's because you wake up too early and you, you burn the candle at both ends. <laughs> what do you mean I burn the candle at both ends? Well, you go out. You know, you go out to all your um, your your dancing clubs, <laughs> put on your dancing shoes. You come back at four in the morning, and then you wake up at six in the morning and go to the gym. That's do you? you really? It's a recipe for a, a weak immune system. Well, I don't know. I take inspiration from you, Vicky, because you you like going to the gym. I do. Yes, although I have been a little bit. Because it's so hard to keep it up. Yeah, I think it's the first thing that falls to the wayside when you are busy with work or when you do have a very active social life. Um, but yeah, but then, but yeah. then, weirdly, because I heard something that, and I don't unless know, you socialise at the gym and also, yeah, you work at the gym. Does anyone socialise at the gym? You could do one of those um, sweat working. Su- super. Is that what they call it's it? Networking at the gym, yeah. Sweat working. That's I like that. I, I flirt at the gym. Oh, you, that doesn't surprise me. You flirt everywhere. No, not You ev- flirt everywhere. I'm not flirting with you now. Are you not? Yeah. <laughs> I suddenly got a bit shy. I suddenly actually became slightly shy. You looked at me and I became shy. <laughs> 
It's just one of my many talents. Wait, didn't you try and didn't you try and like get some girl's number at the gym and then she just never called? And you said you said, oh, by the way, uh, you should Google me. <gasps> did you drop that, yeah, Vicky? Do you really think I dropped that? No. Yeah. Well, I'll she tell you. Texted, he, she, you texted her and then she didn't text back and you said, oh, by the way, you should Google me. <laughs> no, I didn't say that ever. No, what happened was Google my net worth. Yeah, Google how rich I am. <laughs> Google. You want to see my flat? Come on, you want to you see my flat? It's got a garden. You want to see it? And a gardener. Who I beat. Because I'm that rich. And no one can touch me. That's what I said to her. It's her loss, it really yeah, is. Yeah. So what, what, what actually happened? No, then? so Vicky, I went to... Okay, I want to ask you about, have you ever been... You must have been chatted up in the gym. Or Never been... in the gym. This is This takes like hours of careful construction. The gym version of me is a lot less attractive okay. and sort of more aggressive like I'm yeah. into it you know yeah, what yeah. I mean and oh, I don't pre-workout. want to yeah, yeah. full Ugh. of it like you're, you're not skin. are you a huffer and puffer are you not so much huffer and puffer but I am a swearer which is going to surprise absolutely nobody I know but I'm like what you I'm, swear at people in the gym <laughs> yeah it's just randomly no when I'm working out I'm like fuck and I don't mind who he has yeah. I've got no shame because it's my workout Okay, so then, so wait, so in the gym you you swear you're like fuck, oh god, but then during sex, what did you do? You just go sorry, <laughs> <laughs> help. <laughs> no, that's when I do my huffing and puffing. <laughs> huffing and puffing during not, sex. Yeah, it's too much cardio for me. <laughs> <laughs> huffing and puffing during sex is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Why do you sound I, like a pirate? I, I, <laughs> sound like a, I always drink rum before sex. Asthmatic pirate. <laughs> I, I always drink rum. I'm always hammered. You're uh, <laughs> shivering my... Look at me plank. <laughs> Climb my mast. <laughs> that would work for me. Okay, well, so I... I, if, I so if I... If I we went on a date. Yes. And at the end of the date, I leaned into your ear. <laughs> I leaned into your ear and went, climb my mast. <laughs> you went. Oh, fuck. Now my clothes would be off like that. Climb my mast. <laughs> climb my master. <laughs> you went so West Country there. <laughs> that's what I say when I have sex and I go, climb my master. <laughs> Your master? What? Because I'm calling them my master. Climb my master! Climb! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vicky, tell me. You know, you're, obviously, you're obviously very beautiful. You're very charismatic. All those things. Where is the place? Where's the weirdest place that you've been chatted up? Oof. Um... Or do guys sometimes find it hard to approach you? I don't feel like I get chatted up an awful lot. Most of my, like, activity romantic activity i suppose um it happens up in the dms oh, oh that's I know. but that's the way that's i guess that's you know the sort of uh, the way it happens these days isn't it it People, is the way society is going yeah <laughs> but also more and more dms but also i think it's kind of hard sometimes it's, it's tricky to date right it's also how do you meet people if you're working so much which, you're going up and down the country how do you which dms specifically do people slide into up into insta ones oh yeah Instagram. yeah you, okay. don't, you don't go you don't use any of the dating well i have actually tried to be on a dating app and it didn't mm. go so well I had, why not well have you heard of ria yeah, I got rejected yeah, from yeah, it. Yeah, I got rejected. Did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, they didn't want me. Are you on it? Or? Yeah, no, I know. Oh. They, they, oh, sorry, they, congratulations. They got, they got rid. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> I just meant 
It's like, good news. <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations. Actually, it, it is, uh, you know, she's, I'm a very lucky guy. I got, I got, uh, but mine was like a few few years ago, I got rejected. So mm. I, I reckon. But you've, tried, tried, you've tried quite a few times. <laughs> you just won't take no for an answer. I also have gone to different it names and somehow they find out. Relentless. <laughs> different pictures, different names. They always just go, no. <laughs> You're like, is this why you got the hair drums? <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, yeah, it's true. The, the guys who own Raya, I have hair now. The guys who own Raya were literally like, no, your hairline doesn't doesn't work for our page. And I went, all right, fine, I'll pay for a all new right, one. Fine, I'll get a new one and I'll get some Botox for while I'm at it. Oh, gosh, diddle. But so wait, so how does, because, and also I think we can, I'm sure we can probably say this, you know, you've, you've had a tricky year in terms of oh, yeah. love and things like that. You really have. And, and you... And and I think with you on you you've had you've just it's been tough for you just with boys and things like that just in general. I just don't have. I mean, I'm not going to play the victim or anything like that here. Like, I just I really don't have very good luck. Um, and I'm also I pick the worst guys. Like, I will hold me hand up and say I've got terrible taste. Like, I just fancy. What's such your What's dicks. your sort of um, your type? Utter cunt. Yeah. Spencer's not that much of a cunt. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I forgot. No. Yeah, 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 I think everyone I forgets forgot that. Everyone forgets Spencer. that. But wait, wait, you... what, what happened? You and Spencer? No, it was nothing. I'm only kidding. Well, it was I think just I, like, I kissed him. They just had a kiss, and that was about no. it. And then it was just whatever. But then, sort of traditionally, what, what's the sort of uh, what's the uh, what you know uh, the utter cunt? Can describe <laughs> go into a bit more detail. Of um, okay, so I am so superficial, and it's just a, it is a real character flow because I actually love when I've got a connection with someone on a different level like when you laugh non-stop or when like the challenge you like mentally it's just I don't know and I pick these guys who just look a certain way and I don't get stimulated at all mm. so did it's, it's so true I get so I, I'm not I'm gonna sort of say this as well yeah uh, my, <laughs> do, yeah. do you feel like who are you going to offend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just thought, oh god, because I'm newly single now. I've I've seen. Yeah, so um, <laughs> you've seen. Yeah. No, no, I mean, so obviously I saw him on Ria. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The other like, one that neither of you, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we have to go through someone else's Ria to have a look who's on it. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I do the same as you. I think what happens is that. Um, I, you, I meet someone who I think is, and this is not, I'm not talking about any girlfriend in particular, I'm just saying past rate, not my ex. Anyway, get that. Just get that foot out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do the same. I find people that I uh, think I really like and I don't really know them and then I kind of just go for them and it doesn't really work out. And you're like, well, why doesn't it work out? Because there does. Because there's nothing there other than the fact that you want to take their clothes off. That's why. And it's, we romanticise the idea of them. We romanticise everything else. So just because I fancy someone, I'm like, you know what? He is so kind and he's so supportive of my career. And he's the first man who's ever done this and this. And then actually three, four, even like six months down the line, I realised I just fancied him and he was none of those things. But then I'm fucking in too deep. I've told all the press. I've had him on my Instagram. I'm balls deep in this relationship, and he's a total tosser. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking time. I love it that you're balls deep <laughs> into this relationship. It's very hard to meet a man who can, <laughs> can, can good, compete with me on most levels. Deep with my plank. <laughs> but it's, it's but incredible. It's, but it's so and because you because you are one of these people who have a lot of love to give. You uh, are super funny and everything. So it's kind of it's 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 strange that sometimes it, I would think that you, it would work and you'd be snapped up and happy. But is it because some guys potentially find 
because guys can be quite proud sometimes, right? And so yeah. they can, I suppose you're in the public eye, mm. you're incredibly successful, you're doing super well, all those different things, and you're, and you're working all the time. And so for some guys, it's probably a bit like they're following you occasionally. Yeah. Does that, do they find that hard or no? First of all, let me just say thank you. I absolutely love being here. It's great for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's big you up all the entire time. <laughs> um, I think that what he's trying to say, <laughs> I think, is do the guys you date have to get regular spray tans because <laughs> they're living in your shadow? <laughs> um, uh, guys, so I, I can't really tar them all over the same brush, although it does feel like I have a specific like type I go for. I think, I think it's hard for a fella. Um, I think women have to deal all the time with blokes who've got successful careers and busy schedules. Completely. And we're just expected to be all right with it and have the tea waiting on the table Mm. or whatever. I mean, I'm going back a couple of years there and being stereotypical, but nonetheless. Whereas when the roles are reversed and a man has to deal with, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be around for the next two weeks because I've got this new show... Or, what do you mean you're mad? I was out all night, it was an event, or... Where's my tea? (laughs) (laughs) Where's my dinner? (laughs) They act like they're fine, initially, Mm. because it's exciting, isn't it? Because they're getting papped, or they're getting more Instagram followers, or... Oh, Jamie, you know, you love it. That's what I go for, that's my bread and butter right there. (laughs) But 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 it's totally true, and... And then what happens is that it's quite exciting, it's quite fun, it's all this, and you're <coughs> and you enter them to a, a fun world, and they get so. But then also, do the guys do they become jealous, or what happens? The, yeah, the reality of being with like a strong woman or a successful woman or someone who's in the limelight in general is isn't as fun as the idea of it, because I like you walk into a room sometimes, and I think people want to speak to you or you or me. And unfortunately, sometimes they don't necessarily want to speak to the person you're with as much, which Mm. is rude. And I don't agree with it, but it takes someone who is very secure with themselves and very confident and has enough self-worth to know that that situation doesn't matter. But I think men feel emasculated. And I think that's what it boils down to. So they act out in ways that are traditionally yeah. masculine by going and shagging To try and people. validate themselves. Exactly. It's not my job to make these people feel like a man. That's their <laughs> fucking job. I love that. I feel really masculine, so I'm just going to go and have sex with loads of people now to yeah. make me feel way better. <laughs> to make better. us feel like I've got a fucking great day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. FYI, God. it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gee. I love that, mate. But it, but it's but also so okay okay how if you then I went to this wedding right in Brazil with one of my friends and it was amazing and uh, I think I told you this Francis and they did their talk speeches at the end and their talk speeches they, they <laughs> as their, opposed to they being. did their they did their talk <laughs> speeches to the mind speeches <laughs> which can be quite boring supposed to the gesture speeches. <laughs> Which can get a bit confusing. And Isn't that just sign language? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gestures, uh, sign language. But they did the uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking speeches uh, <laughs> rather than the other ones. And uh, it was amazing because uh, my friend Cosy, who was getting married, uh, said, uh, you know, I, I met Lila, my wife, and she was amazing, incredible. And the first time I met her dad, uh, we went to her house and uh, they, we watched one of her short movies she made. And halfway through it said, came up and said, question said, what is the meaning of life? And uh, she turned to her dad and said, Dad, Papa, what's the meaning of life? And he said, my daughter, the meaning of life is to love. Aww. Yeah, and Cosy, my friend, in his speech said, uh, 
said, yeah, I've realized now that the meaning of life is to love. Mm. And that's what you want to have. So, so what do you think, in terms of relationship, what do you think is the, 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 the equation, the answer to a successful relationship? I mean, you're asking someone who's single. I'm oh, same as me. I'm fucking booted from Ria. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the same, honey. You, they should make a new app for you guys called Ria Jacks. <laughs> The meanest yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyone's yeah. yeah, but I'd still sign up. <laughs> In a jiffy. <laughs> I'd sign up. Um, I obviously have no cornerstone for reference. I can't necessarily answer that. I looking at relationships that I know are successful, um, grandma and granda, for example, and things like that. Like, I think you have to be. I don't know. I think. I think it's harder in our day and age to find someone because there's so many different distractions. Whereas back in the day, you just fell in love with someone in school and it was dead straightforward. There was, oh, it was so easy, yeah. wasn't it? God, how amazing was it when you like would only have like text messaging at, like before 14, the internet, before yeah. 50, and you would just you'd put your phone yeah. like the windowsill or wait for it, see if there's someone would text. You know what they were doing, and it or was when so you just sent you know like a and then a, those sending a nudes, pigeon. a sending, letter, a carrier pigeon, yeah. And then when you sent nudes and they were super pixelated and... Uh, <laughs> no, no. no, I didn't do that. Sounds like no, I did definitely not. did. On my 8310 sending nudes. <laughs> I remember ringing people and being like, is James going out to play? Can, can you remember that? Like, yeah. No, no. Did you used to do that? You, yeah. No, no. I, oh I remember... God, so, wait, hang on. Explain this. So, so hang on. So... So firstly, who is James? Was he, was he the first guy you fancied? No, no. The first guy I ever fancied... Um, oh... The first guy I ever was a boy called Jimmy Baldwin. Oh, Jimmy Baldwin. Jimmy Baldwin. Jimmy Baldwin. I really hope he doesn't listen to sounds this. Like, I don't think it he sounds knows. like a total lad. Yeah. He was such a lad. He had the squarest jaw I've mm. ever seen. Sick. I love a good fucking jawline. Yeah. yeah. It was just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm probably talking to the wrong people. No, about this. no. Yeah, yeah, no, we have strong jaws. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mine just like, long and pointy. Like my neck goes into a jaw. Um, <laughs> wait, hang on. So, so how old are you at this point? Must have been like about say like th- it must have been high school, but it's like twelve, thirteen, thirteen, yeah. yeah, about that. And and I just got boobs. <laughs> oh, so so he was excited. I, well, I don't know how good they were back then. They've took a while to sort of get the right shape. But did you? But did you? <laughs> did you then? Did you then kiss? So him? yours, Jamie. Yeah, yeah mine. Mine's got implants. Did you? Did you just kiss him, or did you not kiss him? We kissed eventually, yeah, but it took a while. I was quite shy. I wasn't like. But so at school, were you a shy child? I was like, um, so I was pretty ugly. Till I was oh, about. <laughs> till I was about. So is Francis. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you, you, you have grown. So in you, I, like, years. I like the past tense you use, Jamie, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Of course, buddy. <laughs> um, so you were so you insecure. Major ugly duckling phase from about sort of like what, um, like t- like seven till about twelve. And I was like super into school and I loved being like a, almost like a teacher's favourite pet, whatever. What was your favourite subject? I liked English. I really um. was fascinated by words. I <laughs> love that. That's so good. No. So it hangs through the new good in school. And then, but also having your ugly duckling period from seven to 12 is fine yeah. because that's not the time where you were out like hooking up with no. boys. And, I had an ugly duckling period from about 14 to 30. <laughs> He was also, he was also literally waiting for that moment. I could see him get excited <laughs> as if, like, he knew I was about to say it. And he was so getting, thrilled with himself. <laughs> he literally shouting at that. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. But I did have this until I was about 16. And, it, and it's, That's a hard age. It's a really, really hard age. Yeah. So, so you then were 12 and then you kind of came out of this. And then what happened? You became a bit more secure. What were you Just like? The boobs came, which was great. Um, and... I had had really bad skin and my skin sort of like chilled out, calmed down a bit. Um, I just got less interested in school and more interested in boys. So subsequently my appearance. Um, I mean, in retrospect, I'm not sure if I made the right decision. God knows what I would have been capable of if I'd stuck in. But but then but then it's interesting because <laughs> then you, you kind of... Go, did you go to uni or no? I did, yeah. What uni did you go to? Liverpool John Muaz. And what did you study? Drama, media, and cultural studies. Hey, what's up, honey? Yes, yeah, so a thespian <laughs> over here as well. Bring it home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did you do, Francis? Uh, philosophy and economics. That was my second choice. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, no, no, that no. was on the tip of my tongue when I was there. Oh, I was actually like... It, no, I'll do drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds like it's going to be fun. Sounds like. It. But then the interesting thing about you, Vic, so you were you were this smart, and not saying because listen, hey, we we've done reality TV and things like this, but you went to university like we did. Mm-hmm. You were obviously intelligent growing up. You kind of knew about things, but then like us, you decided to go down this route of going on TV and doing reality TV. What was your decision to do that? Um, oh God, it was a. There wasn't a huge thought process, mm. um, and I think. It was a decision I jumped into very quickly and naively, especially given the information I have now. Um, I In what way, though? Why, why? Well, reality TV, I mean, this week is probably the most... Exactly, super, mental health, yeah, health awareness week. Yeah, it's a super uh, current topic. But um, I think it's difficult at times, and I think it's a very invasive, given mm. the nature of it, um, sort of process. And I don't necessarily think I was strong enough to do it at times, and I am strong. So I, I think... I, I, I regret certain things I've done on it, but I don't necessarily regret the whole process. So you, you're, if you could go back in time, would you still have done it? Yes, because I really like money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, same. Same. I love it. Yeah. That's why I'm loaded. It is <laughs> my God. God, no. <laughs> but it's But it's true. But the thing is, is that... I think you're probably like us and you, you, your reality TV is, is a thing for some reason that a lot of people want to go and do. And they want to, you know, you say to, when we were younger, we wanted to be like an artist or a musician or, or an astronaut. Now people want to be YouTubers and gamers, influencers. Uh, influencers and, and well, th- now people have portfolio careers, right? So, right. you know, where, where, you know, we have our business, we have a podcast, you know, different things. You, you do more than just, you know, one job. Oh, in, it's in, almost like a plethora. Yeah, you have you have so many different, and, and same with you. you, know, mm. you, you but but, but that's what I'm saying with you, Vicky, is that you obviously saw it as an opportunity, and you saw right. Okay, I, I'm going to use this as a platform to <laughs> kind of just go and do other things. Um, <clears throat> but why why did you? Because you are very strong. But why did you find? And what we're talking about is you started doing a show called Geordie Shaw, mm-hmm. and it was. It still is. Well, it's not. I don't know if it still is, but it was immensely popular. I think. It, I think it's. I mean, you guys. Yeah, I think it's like all these shows. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you, but you, it, it, it was super popular, and not only just in the UK, you were popular all around the world because it was MTV. Sixty-three countries, right? Which is huge. Sixty-three. Oh, because it's MTV, right? Yeah, so it's, it's international brand. But was it was it instant fame or was it kind of a slow process fame? Because at the beginning, I seem to remember that you got a, a, a lot oh. of hate. Because 
because it was about you guys getting drunk and doing these different things, and they were like, you're showing what did you call Newcastle. It? What did you call it when you... Getting mortal. No, 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 getting mortal, but then you also had that other Tashing word. On. when you're when For shagging, was it? Shagging. Shagging, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just think it. Sh- what are you no, talking no, about? They, they, they had, I remember you had some word that I forgot. Fucking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait, wait. Didn't we? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we do it? But yeah. well, what was the? But what was the thing? What I find interesting is that so. Was it a slow process? You went into this TV show and they kind of sort of said, right, you're going to live in this house together and you don't know these people, but you kind of got to date them and then you got to go on nights out yeah. and things like that. Get did mortal. You, did you, did you <laughs> suddenly... Tasha. Yeah, yeah. Tasha. Did you suddenly realise that you were famous or did it come as like a slow burner? So our... Um our rise, uh, so to speak, was entirely different to something that you, like the people from Made in Chelsea or the people from Towie would have experienced. So More overnight, yeah. Oh no, ours was a slow burner. Oh really? So Towie was um, based on obviously a lot of Essex girls and guys being very glamorous, being like almost like a weekend millionaire vibe, like fancy cars, rich daddies, all that sort of thing. But in Essex, which mm. it, it was a fa- it was fascinating. I loved it. I still do. Mm-hmm. But the girls looked great. They'd been told you're going to film at 10 a.m. So they'd gone and had their makeup done, they'd gone and had their hair done, they'd picked out their outfit and they looked amazing. So they were ready to just fall into the pages of these magazines. Mm. And yeah, they might have cried one time or like they might have shouted on camera, but it was nothing. It was normal stuff that people could relate to. Made in Chelsea, it provided people with a sense of escapism. It was so glam and it was these gorgeous destinations and these people who just looked so unattainable. Like it, it, Again, they were ready to be famous straight mm-hmm. away. On the flip side of all that, there was Geordie Shaw, and we were controversial. We were car crash TV. And I was fine with that because it was funny and it was fast paced mm. and people loved it, but we were not ready to be accepted at that time. So people didn't want one in the magazines because we looked like shit. They didn't want one on their TV shows because we're considered loose cannons. We were skint. I was skinned. Mm, really? I was making more money in a call centre and working on like a VIP rope than I was when I was doing Geordie Shaw initially. Are you serious? It was so bad that MTV had to give her a retainer because we were making no money and some of us were having to go back to work. Oh my God. And, and, and so you're kind of... So they were kind of taking advantage, you know. Well, I mean, there's been so many accusations thrown around and this week in particular, but I think the... They made a TV show. Like, we can't now criticize them because everyone's there's so sure. many people done so incredibly mm. well. But I think at the time they didn't realize like how much it, it could. We were being well. I didn't realize how much I was essentially being exploited. Really, mm. and and you don't and you don't realize. And also, you're in this environment, and you you've you've taken like a scary road because it, there's no security, right? It's like no. You, there's no security. As you're saying, you're not making any money. You're kind of having to work different jobs at different times. But then you're also on TV, and it was a huge show in 63 different countries. But then people, you weren't being accepted, and you were, you know, you still are super young. You were the same age as me, but back then, but yeah, I feel but, like that's a bit of a born of contention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're still super young, whatever, man. Hey, still, still twenty-two. Um, but you, but you were, and and as a, you know, we're all insecure, and we all have our issues. But how how tricky was it to deal with that kind of like hate and that kind of like situations? And I absolutely wasn't used to it. So like Newcastle, like for me, I was a bit of a big fish in a small pond. I used to do the. VIP ropes. I used to oh, like yeah. post in nightclubs. I had an attitude similar to that girl downstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, whenever she sees me, goes, You're just a hunk, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, so, that. people down the road, they, when I walk down the road, I walk past people and they go, God, you're hunky. Yeah, I bet they, they do. They really? do. Yeah, they do it all the time. Who do they say that to? To me. They, they, <laughs> I hear them go, 
hunky. To his gardener who's walking behind him yes. with all of his tools. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Being beaten. Carry those tools. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But you but you so you were doing these, you're doing the ropes, you're working in the nightclubs, doing those kind of things. So I was quite well liked and quite well known and like I I think it, it was it was just a nice little life that I had going for myself. I knew I wasn't f- meeting me potential essentially, and I knew that it wasn't for life. But it was fun. I was I was actually young then. <laughs> um, so hey, we're all young. We're all young. <laughs> yeah, we're twenty-two. Well. Young um, and hunky. Yeah, young and hunky. So you were so yeah. And so you were living this nice life, having a really sweet time, and it was great. And then I got approached for Geordie Shaw, and everything changed, and you, like, are suddenly having every single one of your actions scrutinized. And you have no right to be mad or angry because you, you signed up. You there, signed yeah. up. You put yourself in that position to have your life, like to have for everyone to have an opinion on it. So it was a really difficult time for us to get my head round, and I didn't act incredibly well. I did a lot of stuff that I'm not proud of initially in the early stages, in particular. So some people had some. Some people hated us, and I was. I was hated for a long time. Really, were you? Oh, my God, so much. Like, initially... I don't think I'd be able to deal with that. I think I would... You I, definitely I, wouldn't. No, I would... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Francis, no way, nor would you, man. Come on. <laughs> being hated. Yeah, I, would, I would really hate being... I would really... I, I would... Especially now, I'm fine with it. If people wanted to say whatever now. But at the beginning, yeah. I would have really struggled. Well, I guess hard. because you think it... You, you, you think it's going to be like... Um, you know, forever, right? Well, I thought, I thought... You, you, think, you, you, you think you're going to be hated forever? Well, yeah, you do. You catastrophize it, right? Yeah. So you go like, oh my God, this is for life. I'm never going to get a job. <laughs> no one's going to marry me. No, like that. I'd, I'd go down that road. That's what I would think. I almost had like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I was like, so many people hated us and thought I was this bitch and this monster that I almost just played up to it. Yeah, and it becomes a sort of identity that it's you, like, you, yeah. you kind of play into. Yeah. You become like a caricature of yourself. Mm. I was like, well, people expect me to say something a bit like catty and whatever, so then here you go, mm-hmm. here it is. So you were just playing into the, the, that sort of character that... What would you say your caricature of yourself is? Well, weirdly, I don't think I have one. I, I think that my, I have a heightened version of myself, mm-hmm. for sure. A Which heightened. is probably just a definition of a character. <laughs> <laughs> I have a heightened character of myself. No, but the reason why the reason why I've been... I think that this is what I worked out the other day. I was t- talking to someone about... You know, with Chelsea, right? I still do Made in Chelsea because yeah, of lots and lots of different reasons and things like that. But the what, fame. Yeah, yeah it's mainly just <laughs> the, the Instagram fame. followers. Just the constant yeah, yeah, pool yeah, yeah. of just, fit young women yeah, yeah, just keep God, in. who's next? Um, <laughs> right, but I, uh, <laughs> I do it because a lot of people who do that show come on the TV show and they play a certain role and they play a character mm. and they play this character and it becomes exhausting and mm. tiring and they're a bit like, oh God, and they just can't. Yeah. Reju- and so they then leave. For me, because I'm pretty similar to myself, yeah. I, I don't really feel that it's much of an effort to, to kind of mm. play things. As well, and I hate to play this card where it's like, well, it's different on Jodie Shaw, but on Made in Chelsea, it's just so fucking glam. Yeah, like true. You just swan into the bluebird and be like, guys, let's go skiing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the jet outside. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let's go calm. And I'm like, what? The? I'm watching it like livid. Like, I don't even know where my passport is, you prick. <laughs> So it's just yeah, it's different. true. And you're thrown into a house where, and and you you weren't allowed phones or anything. So no phones, no contact with the outside world, because in particular they did not. They wanted to put you in this bubble, so everything you felt was heightened. Mm. So if I was, for example, be able to ring me mum, or able to be on the phone, or able to flick through a mag, or even read a book, then I would have not been as bothered 
that Gary'd think I'd Charlotte. I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> but in that moment, when yeah. you have no book, you have no family, Do you they have take it no all away friends, from you. you have everything taken away, you have no outside stimulus, that is your life. Oh, so no, the fact that, that would... she got fingered was fucking massive news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, yeah. <laughs> Huge. Like, and but it, I, I guess it makes you all appear like that's really what you care about talking vapid, about. Yeah. fingering obsessed yeah. idiots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But but then but then the interesting thing happened with you, Vicky. Who is that, isn't? Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. But then, Vicky, with you, which is so interesting, is that you <laughs> I then can't stop thinking about you fingering so much. Yeah, yeah. Francis, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you are. I know you're thinking yeah, about I'm him. Thinking about it. Why are you making everyone else think about that? <laughs> I'm not making anyone. No, think about I'm just thinking about Jamie fingering himself. <laughs> <laughs> now that's an image I've told this story before but I'll tell you Vicky I once I once <laughs> when I well I didn't really understand the uh, the woman anatomy did you go the wrong hole no I didn't put up her pooper no I, I did not do her panini that. maker yeah, no, I did not put up the panini maker. I uh, I remember honestly I remember I remember it so well I was about 16 <laughs> and I came back into uh, my boarding house because I was boarding and I honestly kicked open the doors like it was a western and I went hello boys <laughs> <laughs> they were like and everyone stopped and looked at me like Shh. and I was like hey how you doing like <laughs> spitting in like a cup <laughs> Doom, ding. Yeah. I went you never guess what happened to me boys and oh, oh no <laughs> and they were like what and I went fingered a girl didn't I and they went oh really I went yeah and I went ah. and I went yeah, you have to know this <laughs> you know when you go inside the vagina and you go in and you're fingering them and you find their clitoris and they're inside like that and oh. I, and all the boys went huh and I, <laughs> and I went sorry what <laughs> they went, you know when they went what did you say that again I went well the clitoris is inside oh. like all the way in the drive and they all looked at me like what is going on <laughs> like you're Christopher Columbus of the vagina <laughs> but it is it was scary back then for boys but you then with you you came out of Geordie Shore and you made that decision to leave it yes and how, how hard was that? Because to have to kind of step away from something that's not secure, to go into a life which potentially even is less secure, yeah. that's scary. Yeah, it's, it's hugely scary. There was this like real moment of clarity for me, I think, when I was in Geordie Shore. Mm-hmm. And at the time I had a fella who, I mean, you've Alpha mentioned... Dickhead, mm, yeah. different, different dickhead, but still dickhead. Um, who had proposed to you? Th- no, I don't think he had. Oh, had he not? There's been a couple who have, but uh, no, he had not. I think he, <laughs> he hadn't proposed. No, no, okay. no proposal from this one. Um, anyway, I was with him at the time, and he was not from the show. He was outside, and he was like a businessman, and he was quite normal and nice, and ni- not nice, but normal. And um, I was just disinterested in the drama, the, mm, the, finger, yeah. the fingering, etc. And I was lying in bed, and they were all out doing something, and I'd come home early and had like a face mask on and was reading a book. Um, I think it was like. World War. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> World War Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something. War and peace. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this runner come like steaming into the room, and he's like, "She's just lying on her bed." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. She's just she's got a book. And the person or whoever was speaking to the producer was like, "Well, fucking get out and put it down." But so he come over to me and he's like, "I have to take your book. It's so off brand." What? No. And I was like, 
they're about to burst in here, kicking and screaming, throwing up, shouting about who's neck on with who and who's going to fucking leave this night and about how wicked Bijou is. And I'm lying here reading a book and you consider that a bad message for me to be putting out. And in that moment, I just was like, put the book down. And the next day I was like, I've got to leave. Like, yeah. I'm no longer the person that I was when I started. I don't know if I ever truly was that or mm. just wanted were you playing along yeah yeah yeah, wanted to be what you wanted me to be and so I left so I went and I did take a huge leap of faith because MTV were mad that I'd gone um they wanted me to stay a little bit longer um but I was desperate to be a TV presenter I was desperate to spread my wings and try new stuff so I had to because and you've got to take risks in life of course otherwise you know you don't you you don't have anything to gain if you don't take risks nothing exciting ever happens in your comfort zone no you've got to you've got to Get it out of your comfort zone to grow. Yeah, exactly. to, to, to get something you never had, you have to do something you never did. Wow, I like yeah, that one. Yeah, completely true. Okay. But if you had to... And, you, and more importantly, you have to do something you don't really want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, that's true. But you Because there'll be a lot of people right now who are potentially in jobs or potentially in relationships. Potentially not in jobs. Or, potentially, or, or just in yeah. situations where they're just, you know, coasting through life. So how do you mentally... For those people, because you've been through it, how do you mentally get to a place, and everyone's is different, right, in all mm-hmm. different scenarios, how do you mentally get to a place where you go to go, you know what, I'm going to do this? How do you get yourself there? God, it's really, like, how do I almost, like, motivate myself? Yeah, how do you motivate yourself to go, right, I'm going to do this? Um, it's so hard, I think. I think I, I want to be the best version of myself, um, and I think I'm constantly, like, trying to improve, trying to be better, trying to do better shows, trying to meet better people, trying to just have a great quality of life. So I think that's what that's what motivates me, is that, like, you can always grow and be better. Um, I want to be, uh, yeah, I want to be really the best version of myself. So I think that's what does yeah. it for me. Yes, Vicky Patterson. Yes, Vicky. <laughs> uh, right, on that note, uh, we're going to have Francis' question of the week. So, Francis, uh, what is the question of the week? So, an, a Newcastle question. Oh, nice. We're going geographical. What is the <laughs> GDP per capita of Newcastle? Uh, good that we know what that means. Um, so, that GDP. GDP. Yeah. Is that a, a pedal so garage? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> The, the gross domestic product. Oh, so the oh, amount of, oh yeah. okay. That makes it easier for us. That makes it a hell so of a... I've been bitten since I've been here. I just want to point this out. Oh, no. But, oh, gosh. That's, that does look like a bite of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Francis wanted to touch you. <laughs> oh, gosh. That does look like a bite of some sort. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. Have you been itching it? Yes, a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Probably Jamie's fleas. <laughs> right, yes, sorry. I have fleas that are jumping over. <laughs> sorry, so, it, so explain this to okay, us. What so, is it? so the GDP per capita is mm-hmm. the total pr- uh, the total um, production uh, of a, of an economy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the economy of Newcastle mm-hmm. uh, divided by the amount of people. I'm still, still, so I'm still, still struggling. Yeah. Yeah, still, yeah. still tricky for me. All right. right. <laughs> okay. Think of it like how much. Like, think of it like how m- what's Okay. Look at him getting frustrated. He can't explain it to us. It's like t- no, no, trying I, to I to monkeys. Okay, so so an, an economy produces a certain amount of product. Oh, so produce. what product? What product? So, so the value of that product, uh-huh. the gross value. Mm-hmm. So the, you know the total value. Let's say. Yeah. It, that's the GDP. Yeah. And then you divide that by the population of of Newcastle. So are you looking like a number per head or? Like yeah, per oh. head. Oh. Okay. So so how much do people spend on produce per head? No, no, no. How much is produced? 
per head. Be by the economy of Newcastle. Do you know what? I'm going to take a stab in the dark here. I don't think we're going to get it right. <laughs> if I had to really stab in the dark that, I don't know. Well, what, so what, are you asking sort of, I like, think of it what like, type of things we like, make? We make of good like, cheese. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Think of it like and brown the, ale. The, and the, the, average, um, uh, the average salary mm-hmm. uh, of, of someone in New, Newcastle. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say average salary, like £12,000 a year. Do you think £12,000 a year? Jamie, please don't act like that. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to go. I, I go think, and get in your fucking jet. <laughs> I, think, I think that it's got to be... It's, it's got to be 20000 Got to be twenty. The average got to be twenty. It's, a, it's a, Newcastle's got a you know a reasonably big economy. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. So I think it's twenty thousand. <laughs> you think twenty thousand? Yeah. You think? I mean, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. Yeah, you go right. with I'll it, Vicky. Stick with it. First guess. So hey, just, you think about it. it. So every person is contributing their you know in their job yeah. in mm-hmm. a, in an economy. How much value are they adding? Is each person person adding to an economy? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to say so twenty thousand is mine. So you can kind of uh, if you think about it, you know. Re- you can kind of reduce the uh, average salary from how much they're producing, and then you. Yeah, you're thrilled right now, aren't you? This is <laughs> this is the kind of. This is not the direction I saw this taking. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, "Where's the best place to go?" Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I was going to get out my list. All right, and, and then and then my next question is: <laughs> oh, We've got two questions this week. What is the uh, best nightclub in Newcastle? Tup tup. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, tip tip Olivello. Yeah, okay. I like that one much more. <laughs> hey, hey, on that note, Vicky, we're gonna have my diary, so I'm gonna read you my diary. Monday. <laughs> I flew to Germany this week to visit my sweet factory that is out there. My business partner and I woke up at 4 a.m., jumped in the car, and headed to the airport. 4 a.m. is that time no one should be awake. There's witching hour, and then there's 4 a.m. If you're still awake at 4 a.m., you're doing something wrong, and if you wake up at 4 a.m., you're making a mistake. We were late, so we arrived. Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) We were late, so we arrived at the airport, checked in, and hurriedly headed through security to get to our flight. As we went through, I honestly think my stomach dropped out my backside. To explain a more that's a horrible image. (laughs) Why do you want to make us think of that? (laughs) To explain it more bluntly, I needed a shit, but not, but not any kind of poo. One which is completely unprepared, unannounced, and one that you can't hold. I turn. Why do you want to hold your poo? (laughs) I turned to Ed, sweating, pleading that we needed to make time to go to the toilet. We looked up at the board and saw the two words which every airport journeyman hate to see: gate closing. (gasps) There was no time. We entered the flight. I was freaking out, sweating, and it was 5 a.m. What had happened? What had I eaten? The flight took off, and I was on the point of explosion. I honestly oh. thought I was going to have to shit into the sick bag. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. The seatbelt sign came off, and I ran to the loo in to release everything. The problem was it wouldn't stop. You know you must be in there for a while when there's a knock on the door, and the flight <laughs> attendant asks if you're okay. Yes, I replied in a high-pitched tone. I finished and unlocked the door. Now, I've never seen a traffic jam on a flight, but I have now. The queue waiting for the bathroom were 10 people back. I apologised as I walked back to my seat. The worst thing was, 10 minutes later, I needed it again. Oh, (laughs) God. Wait, so when was this? Terrible. It was on Monday when I went to Germany. Honestly, I can't even tell you. And also, also, when you go into the bathroom flight, do you not get scared when you press... Yeah, it's going to pull your anus out. Maybe if I was scared I was pressing the wrong button. Yeah, yeah Francis yeah. sits on it with your... Put, put oh, your... what? They squat on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The squatty potty. Hey, um, <laughs> hey, Vic, that's the end of part one, but we got you back for part two, which you're going to be super excited about. I am always, always excited to be in your company. Uh, <laughs> and you too, no, oh, Francis. Uh, <laughs> just huffing and puffing. <laughs> See you in part two. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.